0: Our Storied Insight recognizes that our podcast is in part recorded, written, and edited on the ancestral and unceded homelands of the Musqueam, Squamish, and tsleil peoples. We seek to listen, learn, and support whenever possible, including by speaking out about current injustices, such as the continued violence against Indigenous women. Join us in learning more through resources made available in this episode's description.
1: Ah, a storied
2: insight. A brave space where one brings their true character to life. Shall we turn the page and begin the next chapter? Chapter Four. Neither here, nor there.
3: Light breaks. It
2: begins to lose its once ethereal tones. Rays from the heaven's kiss the broken and battered battlefield the formerly Mars Tavern, back from the nether realm, back to the material plane. Our remaining combatants are graced with a reprieve, though the shock of what has transpired is etched in the mind's eye of each and every soul. Their physical gaze turns upwards, the floors and levels seemingly carved and displaced out of reality itself with no roof the sky is striking nature begins to well up. clouds envelop and leisurely occlude each and every triumphant beam in this wake you are going to find four healing potions Two potions of resistance, one potion of watchful rest, and then I'd like you all to tell me something that you find in this obviously broken tavern that is worth about twenty gold.
4: Let's start with a raw, a bag with twenty gold. Man. No, I'm kidding. I find. The <laughs> till. I find a small glass sphere about six inches, across, well, about four inches across. And inside the glass sphere is just smoke, just swirling smoke. Was it there, almost waiting for you to come and find it? If there was a pile of debris. And in the center of it is like all these shards of glass and wood and other things, but they've all been like pushed away from it in a ring. So it made a little perfect circle and drew my eye directly to it.
0: It's a snow globe of smoke. I like it. Yeah. Algernon pushes himself to his feet, but something catches under one foot and he stumbles a bit. When he looks down, there's an ornate candlestick. He picks it up. This is far fancier than should be at this tavern. It looks like pure silver. Uh, and there's some gemstones in there. He's not sure, but this looks very nice and it kind of matches his cloak. So he wants to take it with him.
5: Um, I stumble to my feet and I turn very quickly to, to my left because I thought I saw something and I realize it's actually this mirror on the wall. It's covered in, the, the rim is in silver and I don't I can't right now look into it but it seems like it holds a lot of power if I if I hold it up with the right kind of reflection. Would you
2: say it's the size of like a hand mirror like just mounted on the wall?
5: Oh, yes, just easy for me to keep in my pocket for the journey. Rain is kind
6: of scooting around in the debris just like oh, oh What's that then? Um and picks up this little um fawn colored leather bag with a braided cord on it. Seems somebody has dropped this and sort of paws open the bag and there's a little bit of herbs, maybe a stone or two. It's a component pouch. (laughs) Um, And so loops it several times because it's for a person um, around his neck and puts this little component bag, medicine bag, on his chest and goes, Well, at least I got something out of this mess. Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Some of the other things that you find are two unconscious friends, Sir George and an older Lyriel.
0: When you say older, how much older?
2: Let's say when you first met Lyriel, they were about 12, 13. They look about 20 now.
6: I heard kids grow up fast, but this is ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I suppose actually though, like
0: so there's no circle anymore?
2: The circle's gone, but to be clear, so are all the levels above. The only level that now exists is this floor level. The windows are still shattered. The bar is still a mess. The door is fine. Okay. But there's no roof. nothing.
0: Yeah. Just to be safe, Algernon is going to drag Lyriel's body like a couple feet closer to him, just in case there's a secret circle there. <laughs> hmm. <sighs> uh, oh, Visha, F- you look you look kind
4: of bad yeah vicious stands up and just like soot falls off him. there was like a couple centimeters of soot just covering him it just falls all around him he shakily kind of like stumbles to a chair and sits "I, i i shall be okay and then he looks down at his feet and sees like a couple shards of the shield and he leans down and he picks one up and he's holding this like just beautifully carved thing in his hands that he destroyed. one more thing that someone cared about that he's ruined. and he just looks very, very sad. I mean, he's, "I cannot fix this, but I will replace it."
0: Alicia, uh, it, it's all right. Uh, Algernon will walk over and place a hand on your shoulder and say, "I, I saw what you did, that, that amount of power." It was otherworldly.
4: He's so warm. Like it's like not hot to the touch but like uncomfortably warm.
0: I, I know you got a lot inside you but would you mind I can I can heal you a bit?
4: And he would just can we just like nod one little tear and yes. Please.
0: I'll use my lay on hands tool and restore 10 hit points and say we we did it. We did it together. It's okay, it's just a shield,
4: I can get a new one. And he would stand and like, looks much better now. Not perfect, but better. Thank you, that is very kind. And you are are right, this was a victory. I am sorry, how can I help?
0: Is everybody here? Oh, Sir George.
2: No response, he's unconscious.
0: Oh shoot, shouldn't have given you all 10 of those? (laughs)
4: I nice. recognize these. And he picks up three of the vials. These vials are definitely healing. Ah. Use one of these.
0: Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, you want to, I'll, I'll get Luriel. You want to get Sir George? Absolutely. Okay. We'll pour the potions down their throats.
2: As this is happening, what is Quicksilver doing?
5: I'm looking in the mirror, trying to figure out what's on the inside of it, yeah. but it's kind of gray. It's not shiny, and it's not uh, looking back at me. But it's kind of just like a slate, and so I'm a little distracted. Mm. Rain
6: is gonna just like kind of sidle up to Quicksilver and just be like, Quicksilver, <laughs> just to see if they paralyze just because of the name tag. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> and- <laughs> they just walk away <laughs> and then i turn my head and because I, I responded to you i feel like i create the sense of calm and come back out
6: yeah yeah, yeah. great
5: great great uh, good 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 job and I just keep on past <laughs> <Pass> the test <laughs> what is
2: rain doing after this backing away
6: probably just kind of investigating the mess to see if there's anything uh any clues to what's gone on here Um, should I roll it?
2: There's not a lot of clues, but in the kitchen, there's a lot of
6: chives. (laughs) Ooh, then I'm definitely pausing my investigation. Like, at first I'm like, I'm stressed out, I'm looking around, and then suddenly, like, ears straight up, eyes on the (laughs) chives, and then just straight in there to go get (laughs) at (laughs) them.
5: It's on the chives.
6: Start sticking them in that bag. Mm.
2: There's lots of great
6: rations here. I don't tell anybody that. I'm
2: just, I'm just here doing the <laughs> <laughs> As you pour down the healing potions into Sir George and Lyriel's throat, both of their eyes slowly but surely
4: open. Argos,
2: have I earned my place by her?
4: And then sees me. <laughs> Ow. It is not him. Uh, not today, my friend. Oh. You are well. Helps him up. What the hell's happened? Honestly, no clue. (sighs) Perhaps Lydia will have more more information. Nephilim. Where's the lantern? Uh, where did you last leave it? It was I was somewhere, so I looked for the lantern. It must got knocked over or something.
2: It's it's definitely in that little alcove between the stairs. It got kicked and blown away by that first concussive blast. Yeah
4: pick it up, relight it, hold it near everyone. Like, walk past each person just (laughs) to be sure we're Mm. good. The flame stays normal. Perhaps no longer.
2: Perhaps not right now. He mad dog stares Lirial a bit. Lirial looks up at you, Algernon, and doesn't say a single word.
0: Lirial, are, are you all right?
2: Liriel nods.
0: I look at the lantern and then back at Liriel and I say it seems like there's more going on here than than we realized and we're here to help you but we can only help you if we understand what's going on. Do you know anything?
3: I um I don't don't know anything. Well you're older
0: now. You look great. uh, But Uh, It's been it's been quite a day. They called you a nephilim. A nephilim. I look up at Visha and Sir George. I I think it's they're the products of humans and celestial beings.
4: Visha starts whistling.
6: (laughs) Next time on Maury.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You're close. Nephilim are the products of mortal beings and the emanations. They don't belong in this world. They don't belong in any world.
6: I'm gonna hop in at this point, like, chewing on one of my chives. And who <laughs> says? Who says I don't belong Where? Is this, is like, in a book? Is it a law? Is <laughs> so this just you?
3: The teachings say... Uh, whatever. I don't
6: that's what I thought. So, I don't know about you guys. Let's get this kid adult some flippin' medical help.
4: <laughs> yeah, what do we do? I mean, I I guess in this time you might think of going to a temple. I don't know what else you would do to try and find more information or deal with something. Like like like, like, like is literally in his head, going, "Any clues you've got, anything you want to say, would be most helpful."
2: Lerial begins to tear up everyone is asking them a million questions and they don't have a single answer
4: it has been a long day and he would walk over and like get her a chair find a you know a glass of water or something it is okay drink this be calm you do not have to worry the nine hells we don't we have a mission to do Stand up and walk over. Listen, perhaps you're not reading the room.
6: <laughs> so, so George, yeah. you tell me something. Do, do you want know to cook? Yeah. You want to make me some soup? I will be so, so grateful. I just, I like flop and need something right now. We need some chill. And then I'm like, <laughs> I hand him the chives.
2: If it means we can get on the road soon, sure. Please. We need rations and stuff anyway.
6: Absolutely. MVP, thanks,
4: Ben. Vishal looks out the window. Does the road still exist? Yeah, you are back on the material plane. Okay, everything's outside again. Okay, good. Okay.
0: <laughs> uh, Alternon will go over to Quicksilver, uh, and as I approach, notice the mirror. Oh, that—that's beautiful. Uh, listen, you've studied a lot. Do, do you know anything about Nephilim or anything about beings that aren't supposed to exist?
5: I do speak celestial languages. Oh, um, I, yeah, I know a little bit. Oh. Um, I maybe I should I should just go. Home. Yeah,
0: just sneak what up behind Lerial and just say something in celestial. See if he responds.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, actually, me and my mirror, we walk over and we begin speaking in celestial languages, and just you know not. Not strongly, just like, you know, like someone talking on the phone behind you, you don't actually feel like they're talking directly to you, but enough for you to make out what they're saying.
2: If Lyria was a cat, you would see their ears point towards you. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it's Mm. like, in a way they understand it, but in that same way they really don't.
5: And then I I actually stopped talking in languages and I, I, uh, crouch down next to Lyrial because that worked so well the last time. Put my hand on their shoulder and hand them the mirror to see if they can see anything. Just to distract them. Say, hey, I'm having a lot of trouble with this mirror. I was wondering if maybe you can see anything in it.
2: Seeing the kind of joy is literally mirrored in that silver. The sadness of Lyriel softens and eventually Lyriel cracks a smile. I think they like being older.
5: I like being older, too. You have a lot more power when you're older. Yeah, thank you for sitting with me. Thanks for sitting with me. Maybe maybe everybody wants to sit with us together. We can just sit, you know, rest up a little bit after the rough journey.
2: I like that.
5: Um, We can
2: help make more food. I think I still know how to do
3: that. That sounds great.
2: Lyra goes off to the kitchen with Sir George. You hear this! Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the, the the growl is getting softer <laughs> and softer and softer.
4: Put them both in the kitchen. That was smart. Yeah. Sir <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: George and Lyra come out. I see unison. Food's, Food's ready. ready. <laughs> they bring out <laughs> plates of what is left, what is not, <laughs> blown to bits. They try to fix up the table, but then they give up and they bring it back to the bar. Everyone's able to sit side by side by side. Zua. <sighs> so, uh, what the hell do we do now? I mean, the Infinitary is still supposedly dying. So, where do we start?
0: Well, Haven left us that poem. Something about smooching. That's the part I remember. <laughs>
6: Things are, uh, things are bleak on an empty stomach. Let's fill up.
0: Then yeah. we can look at it again.
4: Yeah. Mm.
6: I'll push him a bowl of soup.
4: Family dinner first.
6: Mm. Aw. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Perhaps family is best when found. Sharing a meal over heartache, being a light on darker days, and fighting for one another. Perhaps... A home is more than a place with a roof, some floors, and a few walls. To choose to bond oneself to others is a grand story. For every story is about choice. The journey. As you all find a short rest, restoring your will and filling your bellies, one wonders which choice, which path, which road lay ahead. So, um, what's going on with the tree?
4: We're not sure. However, we believe we have to help it, perhaps heal it. We're here for a reason. And I believe now so are you. (laughs) Really? Really? Things do not happen by accident. And he would take his little globe out of his pocket with the smoke in it. And he would kind of like, like walk over to her, kneel down, and place it in her hand. You are part of us now. Part of us is with you.
6: But if you want to have boundaries, kid, that's cool too.
2: <laughs> 100%.
4: I love it
1: so
6: much. <sighs> I
2: think I'm okay actually. Lyriel
3: <laughs> has
2: the biggest smile you've probably ever seen on anyone ever. And that's Slowly, making sure it's okay, Lyrio leans towards Quicksilver, just a little bit, just to see if it's okay, and they just mm-hmm. briefly lay their head on your shoulder.
5: Oh, that's so sweet. Mm. I just let them and just kind of soften my shoulder to make sure it's extra soft for their head. Mm.
2: If you didn't know any better, you'd swear your shoulder was
5: trying to shift
2: to a pillow. <laughs> <laughs>
5: That's so sweet. Yeah, so my, my, like, metal, chain metal pops up, like, the poof, 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 little pillow <laughs> forms.
2: <laughs> so, um, it said something
3: about, uh, kissing? Yeah. It, um, what else, what else did it say? I
5: honestly don't even remember the the poem. I'm such a bad memory. Does anyone else? Uh, Do you have the
0: poem,
3: Sir George?
2: Yeah, of course. Right. Oh. Oh. Oh, I left it upstairs. Oh no. But but I I do remember it. Uh give me, give me a minute. They they start pacing. Uh, 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 um, uh, okay. All right. All right. Find this seed egg of inspiration, whatever. Uh Okay, surround it with with ground of the word I couldn't read of deeds, whatever. Uh, cleansed by the tears, the rivers, time. Okay, that one was at least clear. Weird, but clear. Um, and kiss it with the air, breath, uh, wind of dreams. I could
4: read that word now. It is a real <gasps> bummer we don't have it. Oh, no. Yeah, perhaps we should consider resting and leaving in the morning.
7: Uh,
2: rest in where? This place doesn't even have a roof. Argos forbid if it rains. And just like clockwork,
4: <laughs>
2: it begins. To
4: rain. Yeah, it won't be great, but we'll find it. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Make it like a little lean-to. <laughs> Has anyone showed up, by the way? Like, the In-Exploded. Yeah. <laughs> the Has inexplo- anyone? Okay.
2: Technically, the In-Exploded in another dimension. Sure, and then came sure. back
4: exploded right yeah. okay yeah but at yeah. some point you'd think so hey what happened to the end
6: yeah we uh we worried about the authorities here because uh, i've been in the clink and i don't want to go back
4: <laughs> maybe we get out of the maybe maybe we get out of the crime scene and go <laughs> yeah. and put our campsite a little off yeah. to the side mm-hmm.
6: i can i can roll survival to help us build a tent that helps
4: and i can create bonfires Aww. <gasps> So we can try out.
0: Oh, I love that. I can tell bedtime stories. Perfect. <laughs> ah, no, I can't
4: really. No. <laughs> <laughs> Have I ever told you the story of the tortoise and the... Ha- oh, Why doesn't someone else tell a story? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right.
1: Well,
2: I do know a, a shop on the outskirts. Well, we can get a couple of things and then get on the road. Does that sound okay. good?
5: i like a Butterfinger for the road. Get <laughs> <laughs> some snacks.
0: Yeah, I'd like to pick up a few things.
6: The, the woods are right there. What, what what do y'all need? Come on. I think we should just flop and go. I mean, we lived. More people there. Less people here. Less people usually better in situations like this. It's
0: true, yes. but I do need a new shield.
4: Perhaps we stop at Stort, get shield, and then put as much distance between us and this place as possible. Yeah. That seems... Like a good plot.
0: I'm a fast hmm. shopper. He is not a fast <laughs> shopper.
4: Fantasy Costco. Yay. Oh, well, it's a good thing that you're a fast <laughs> shopper because we, like, <laughs> tw- we got, like, 10 minutes <laughs> before they close. Okay, right, okay, let's go. hurry. Oh, convenient. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're those jerks bursting in nine minutes before close. <laughs> well, actually,
2: you burst in seven minutes before they close.
4: Even yeah. worse. Uh,
0: welcome to Barrow's Quality Goods. Oh, I'm afraid it's seven minutes to closing. Uh, I'm so
3: sorry for the inconvenience, but if you could please come back tomorrow, I'd be more than happy.
0: Lena!
2: That- hey! We'll only take like two, three minute stops. Uh, okay, everybody. We need to hurry up. We need to get on the road. I'm not about to put the wolf amongst the chickens here. Lirial, don't touch anything. Don't do magics. Don't.
3: Can you please? Just stay by the door? Mm.
0: Oh, Sir Valentino. Always good to see a repeat customer. Though, as you can see, our stock is more than a
7: little thin. <sighs> We've been up all night. The convergence. You understand. And, uh, oh, there are
0: six
2: in your party? We just need a couple things. We'll be out of your hair. I know.
0: Does this match my cloak? Do I look good in this? <laughs> <laughs> Which one looks intimidating, but also welcoming? Hey, one at a time. One at a time, please.
4: Show us the green one again.
0: Yeah, Oh, this one, yeah.
4: That's one, yes. Me.
0: No, 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 no. That, that's a matched set. No, oh, no, not that one. What about this one? You want the base model, or do you want the extended set? Hey, careful, that was my husband's. You know what, ex-husbands, <laughs> never mind. Get it out of here. Uh, shopkeep, I, I have this candlestick. It looks quite fancy. Can I give you this for a shield? <laughs> well, whew, it's a nice enough candelabra.
3: This wolf motif is pretty unusual. Does it have the moon in its teeth? It was my um. It um. Uh, it was Granny's. Well, I could certainly take it off your
4: hands for a shield. And perhaps a few tents.
5: Oh, we got a sale on those. And a bedroom. All right, all right, yeah, slow down. And a butterfinger. <laughs> yes, and this butterfinger. Hey, you want that sugar-free? <laughs> you old butterfinger.
1: Wonderful. And whatever this is. I'll subscribe whatever. <laughs> no, please,
6: please put, please put <laughs> that down. <laughs> no, don't no, handle that. That's
1: delicate. What did I just <laughs> say? <laughs>
4: In your last year,
0: he'll uh, yes, of course. Hey, yeah, uh, that comes with a ten-month warranty. You want to apply for the Barrows Credit Card? We got some good interest rates right now.
2: Wait,
3: you look kind of familiar. Hey, do I know you? Uh yeah. But so,
2: if we follow I, the Eighth Lines, we'll I, be I, there um, about, uh Oh,
3: I know. Uh, from the Bod's College. Where's I took a workshop once. Larry Let's go! Hey, sir, George. Lena, so long
2: and good night.
5: You mean good morning? Uh, thank you for your patronage.
2: All right, y'all. If we follow the Aether Lines.
5: Pace. I, know it's going to take uh, days I need a mead.
2: Alright y'all. If we follow the acre lines and just keep up the pace, yeah, I know it's gonna take a couple of days, but there might be a little shortcut. Uh, I know we can at least rest in the orchards. Uh, it's a beautiful style. Nice you guys are gonna love the city.
6: I hand whatever I had grabbed off the shelf to Visha. I just hand it over. I don't
4: know. Uh, <laughs> and Visha looks at it. What has what Visha been handed? It's uh, there's, do, do I know what it is either? Maybe I don't know what it is either. <laughs> it's
6: just like camping utensils. Like,
4: Yeah.
6: <laughs> it's a patal. Sport. Yeah. yeah,
4: right. It's a spook. What is this? Is it, is it, is it fork? Is it spoon?
6: <laughs> Your guess is good as mine, man. I just use my paws.
4: Oh. Do you use it as knife? No. Hair, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I would look at the thing not know what it is nod thank thank you and then put it in my backpack maybe that'll be helpful maybe it'll be helpful play. Well, yeah, I don't carry it back. I got to get a backpack I wouldn't normally carry one it doesn't go with anything I'm alright
2: yeah, all right. yeah. <laughs> probably just like put it in someone else's bag like, like <laughs> just holding it with two just fingers just, their like problem. thank you
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have pockets <laughs> hmm.
2: get the lead out y'all we go non-stop It'll be a day and a half, at least.
6: Well, I need a flopping nap.
4: Yeah, perhaps we not walk for a day and a half. Let us do this carefully and together and not, you know, extend ourselves completely and then arrive exhausted and then have to deal with something. Let us travel normal.
2: Fine. I'll take first watch. I want you all to make the scene. What is making this makeshift campsite look like?
6: I definitely build a little tiny shelter first and then realize that's not going to work. <laughs>
4: it would work for you. <laughs> well, yeah. like yeah, a shoebox.
6: we shoe all
5: just box. stand around it looking really disappointed. <laughs> it's
6: got, it's, yeah, it's got like some like leaves, it's like a little tiny like leaves with some moss stacked on top and then I'm like, so I'm, I'm tired. I maybe, I maybe wasn't thinking we can uh, consider it a maquette.
5: I think because I'm an anthropologist, I have studied the ways of uh, campsite making in depth, and so I give everybody a job and tell everybody to gather a certain size branch Mm. and come together, and then they do, and we use that as like a backbone to create a shelter, and then we use Algernon's cape to drape it over all of it to make a big tent. Awesome. Since
0: the cloak can change the way it looks, I I make it look like a tent, but... The fanciest tent you've ever seen. I oh, love
5: It a little sparkle.
4: Oh. What's Mishkapar what's doing? Oh, Whatever goodness. he's told to do. What was he told to do? <laughs>
5: you, you found your sticks, yeah. and then you were told to stay very far away from the sticks because it's all kindling <laughs> to you. So you have to sit on your hands. <laughs> oh.
4: And then he would, like, where you guys place it, he would go, like, you know, 10 feet in front of it, so it's safe. fire.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lirial does their absolute best They screw up a couple things, and then a couple more things, but very well-meaning. And when everything comes together, and everyone's sitting down, just kind of starts humming, having a moment. Sir George paces around everywhere, looking for any sign of a threat, like, those bear tracks? No. Are they all bear tracks? No. (laughs) And it is at this point, when everyone starts to get tired, the first one to fall asleep is Lyriel. They look like they're having these sweetest dreams. But then Sir George pulls everyone away for a moment. Alright, uh, I think we do need to have one serious conversation. Well, another one. What are we gonna do with Lyrio? There's no way we can drag a
6: kid into all this. Yeah, I haven't done the birds and the bee talk before. I'm not about to start. That's that's gonna be, uh, you. And I'll point to Algernon Alright uh, Okay. Okay. I got this. (laughs) So easy.
0: (laughs) I am still a bit concerned. They said that the Nephilim have some part in ending the world. I'd like to be able to keep in touch with him at least and, and we can, I don't know, they seem okay right now, but... I'm still concerned that we've got ourselves into some sort of a sticky situation. And I agree, he probably shouldn't come with us, but I'm scared of leaving him alone.
5: I feel sad at the idea of leaving behind Muriel, And so, I vote for him to come along with us.
4: But they here for a reason. I vote they come. Should they wish it?
5: Yeah, maybe we give them the choice. Yeah. Uh,
4: okay,
2: hear me out. Or maybe Aldrinon, you should cover your ears for a moment yep go so I'll be honest I've been contemplating leaving the order for a while Uh, I have a nice a nice place in the floating isles I could bring Lyril there I mean if it is true that Nephilim have something in the ending of the world why bring them to the source where that ending might happen
4: it cannot be an accident they are here for a reason I believe they must come.
2: Uh Aldernon, hear off. Earmuffs oh, off. Oh, yeah. Off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was just saying we could uh bring Lyra over the floating aisles.
4: I got a nice oh. place.
6: So yeah. we're uh we're sure this guy's not a murderer, right?
3: No. We, we No, there. we haven't <laughs> we, the hell is it we talking though.
4: about? We had some why, questions.
3: Why all of a sudden do you think I'm a murderer? What
4: not now, before. We didn't Before. really. Yeah, we wasn't very much <laughs> resolved, but we what? kind of feel good about you, you now.
6: You can't tell me you've never killed nobody. No, not with that. I mean, that.
4: everyone's killed somebody. No. Well, yes.
2: <laughs> uh, in it was always in fence <laughs> and in the name of Argos. But anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what we should do. Bring the kid to the Isles.
0: Let's ask Liriel. They've been through a lot. They might want to rest. They might want to come with us. But that's up to them. We can ask after I tell him about how his body's changed a lot, and there's he's gonna feel some urges. <laughs>
2: uh, hey, uh, bruh, Silver? Are, are you good for next watch?
5: Mm-hmm, yeah, I right. I'll take this next round. And I set up outside, and I have, like, a little shimmer. Mm. Catching the fire.
2: Please make me a constitution save. Me.
5: done. Because they're so <laughs> sleepy.
2: Mm. Five.
5: Oh, plus six, eleven.
2: You were doing a great job up until you sat down. Then you passed out for about thirty minutes. But you, but you came to right before, that is Visha's watch. Visha,
4: what does your watch look like? Visha would just kind of, you know, take a few steps away, find a quiet spot, sit where you can see them, maybe see the road, and he would just be leaning against a tree, a little bit bored, making little flames in his hand go off and on. And then, like, a squirrel walks up and starts collecting a nut next to him, and he looks over at them. And then, like, the squirrel's chittering, and it becomes like, where's that nut? Where'd I put it? Where'd I put it? Where'd I put it? And he realizes he can understand the squirrel.
1: Because
4: <laughs> my other ability was I can talk to any animal now. I have a Disney
2: princess. <laughs>
1: Yay. And then nice. another another squirrel Ooh. friend comes
2: over and they start having like a little
7: conversation. Vish
4: watching and he's like, hello.
2: They run away.
4: Oh, goodbye squirrels. That was strange. And he would go back to being on watch. Please make me
2: a constitution
4: save. All right. Constitution save. I have a plus one. And that is going to be a 12. Plus one is 13. You are fully awake about your whole watch. Who do you wake up next for the next round? I will walk over to the little bunny tent, and I will kneel down and just very politely wrap my knuckles against it.
6: Uh, Alrighty.
4: <laughs> it is your time.
6: All right. I'll open it. I'll, I'll look like super groggy. Sure, I like my ears are like flopped, and i will like put them up and like twist them like antenna, and then be like, "All right, thanks, man."
4: He lays down and goes to a sleep. He sleeps on his back with his hands on his chest. <laughs>
1: just just <laughs> full on pharaoh sleeping. Okay. Yep. <laughs>
4: okay.
2: okay. Rain, it, it is your watch, but you feel something in you. Just tug slightly, you feel yourself wanting to almost shift. There's something echoing from Lyriel, there's this like, pain that's radiating from them.
6: Yeah, I mean, I'm alone, I've been feeling this feeling, but uh, maybe the first time in the heat of combat wasn't the time, so I'm gonna like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna peek in the tent and make sure everybody's sleeping.
2: <laughs> Everyone is very fast asleep.
6: Oh, uh, close it again. And, uh, I also hate being in the woods at night, like, this is not where I'm happy, like, out in the woods at night, being on watch, I, like, I want to be hidden, so I will, I will go, I will find some kind of, like, tree hollow, and then I'll, I'll kind of sit there, in, like, the most rabbitist like, looking, like, you know, like, all four paws on the ground, like, um, and then I will change.
2: What does your change look like?
6: So I've got this kind of, like... A sash, like an Assumption sash, that's but it's pastel uh, green and pink, um, and it's really long, and it's gonna start to like form like fabric um, into like a, a tunic kind of situation, and I've got the like white leather, and it's gonna like expand, and then there in the dark, um, I'm going to become a humanoid about five foot four, still small. That's it's dark, but with uh, silver hair and silver freckles that are kind of catching the moonlight. I'm gonna sit with my knees and my chest and kind of like rock back and forth and like look at my hands ever so often, look around, look at my little bow, which is quite little. I don't know. Do you think the bow changes with me? Yeah, the bow changes. (laughs) Okay, I'm not like, (laughs) you Look at the the big bow, like set it out in front of me um, and probably not do the greatest job watching because I don't like Mm -hmm. walk around because I'm just like Mm -hmm. processing right now. Being like, I need the birds and the bees talk too. Something
2: does seem to catch your attention. Can you roll me your perception check?
6: 17.
2: You lock eyes to the various potential sources and realize it's just your imagination.
6: Whew. I definitely, uh, scoot, like, closer to the camp, having had this stress. You know, my heart's beating. I kind of shuffle around and sit with my back against another big tree, like, between me and the camp and just stare into the- I hate woods at night you know you see all of the individual trees and you just see the space between them and all the shapes of the branches and bushes that could be anything
2: and then it's the end of your shift do I turn back? if you'd like
6: yeah I definitely turn back then <laughs> if I get to choose so yeah I, I will scuffle up to the tent um, and I believe Algernon is last so I'll I'll go and like bump him and be like hey
1: <laughs> oh <coughs>
6: Uh, uh, Yeah, my watch. Okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, go back to my little. Actually, I'll probably realize it's really warm in here (laughs) and stay here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Take the spot that Algernon just vacated. Mm.
1: Yeah.
2: What does your watch look like, Algernon?
0: Algernon goes and stands um, at a location where he can kind of see all around. And he pulls out his hairbrush and just combs his hair as he's looking around. Probably it's a little bit of a meditative thing. Trying to, like, think through the last little bit. It's been pretty intense. He thought he was just going to his friend's funeral. Uh, He's he's still pretty conflicted about everything and, and unsure what he's gotten himself into.
2: About an hour into your watch, you are a little lost in thought. You're not sure if you're just daydreaming or not. Can you make me a perception check, please? Five. A hand slowly creeps up your shoulder
0: huh. and then
2: lightly grabs you.
0: I spin and swat it with my hairbrush. Oh, oh! Uh, Lyriel? Yeah? I'm so oh. sorry. You scared me. Yeah. I was lost in my thoughts. I, um, I just came oh. to say hi and I woke up early and I'm oh, hungry I, I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's that makes perfect <laughs> sense. <laughs> uh, do you sleep okay?
1: I, um, yeah.
0: I had a, had a good dream. Yeah, you feel different? As I say that, I'm going to cast Divine Sense. Yeah. Uh, so the last time I did that, Lyriel was alternating back and forth between good and yeah, evil. Mm-hmm.
2: The last time it was alternating pretty rapidly. And this time, it's similar, but there's a gradual flow. It feels less turbulent.
0: Does it feel similar to like just natural things that I sense from people normally have like good and evil or still still this sense of like there's something going on There's here.
2: still something going on there but it okay. just doesn't feel as stormy.
0: Well, Liriel so you, you've you aged quite a bit uh-huh. and your body's grown and I'm gonna give him the birds and the bees uh-huh. talk.
3: <laughs> you do what? <laughs>
0: yeah, I know it's
3: weird but. Why would you do that? And you'll then... get
0: used to it. What? Yeah. No! Now, just always remember, consent is the most important thing consent is the Uh, most important thing. And you should get to know your body to know what you like.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: Just trust me. Yeah. It's very awkward. It is as if you're getting the talk from, like, your grandma.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. Lyril is just stunned, amazed, bewildered, like, intrigued uh, (laughs) as you guys walk back to camp. Everyone is well rested you all have had the equivalent of a long rest by this point everything is great Mm. and what that should do is basically fully heal you give you all your spells back refresh any
4: abilities you've used i only only get two of them so they go Mm. quickly
0: yeah you really burned through
1: them
4: (laughs) (laughs) i really did burn through them (laughs) after breakfast you all
2: begin your travels walking along the aetherlands Spires of metal and sculpted artifice in measured intervals. Each mainline artery is a story given form. All lines lead to Naviravan, and all lines bring the Aether to various settlements across the world. Every pillar that holds the lines, they are these metallic pictographs of past tales to never ever be forgotten. From Madonna's Vale to the city, the tale is of war and glory and unification. This main line begins exalting warriors from various tribes, clans, peoples. In its middle, strife and conflict are enshrined in poses as the faintly humming glows of the line highlight the deep wounds of it. These composite scenes repeat until, ultimately, this replay of eye for an eye stops, and peace with one becomes peace with another, until peace between a few becomes peace with all. Alright, y'all. We're getting real close to the city. If we get it in gear, if we book it, it'll just be another
4: ten-hour walk. Who's up for a ten-hour walk? My favorite. Hey,
6: anthropologists, are these stories, like, is this real or is this, like, bull sticks?
5: I think they're real. I've heard about them. I've never read them myself. Thanks.
6: I'm just, like, I've been, like, watching these stories, like,
4: Yeah. Yeah, I'd imagine that Quicksilver... Are you really, like, into it? Like, are you taking notes, doing little etchings? Like, what? When-
5: <laughs> yeah, Oh, that's a good... I like that. Yeah, I'm, like, so... Captivated by it. I have like a different notebook for each one that I'm starting. Awesome.
4: I just imagine you just buried in paper all the time. Just, just all these drawings and pages and looking you know, at paper it. Paper cuts yeah. on my yeah. fingers. Looking at it would be crazy for us. These little ink stains on, you know, on the edges of your <laughs> sleeves. And we don't understand what this is, but it's got an, an organization that you understand. You could open any book to any page and know exactly what's going to be there. Ooh, in fact,
2: it's even copied to this whole spell shard that you've gotten.
4: Ooh. All right, you've got the magic book. You've got the data
2: mm-hmm. drive. <laughs> which scene, which set of spires interests you the most?
5: Yeah, I think I'm most interested in the peace ones. Um, peace for many was peace for one, or peace for one was peace for many. There's um, an image of two people who very clearly are, are on opposing sides, and they're shaking hands. And it looks like some kind of truce, and the image just kind of cuts away, and it seems like there's brightness on the other end of it. And I'm curious what they said in order to achieve that peace.
2: If you are that curious, you do know that the has an
5: extensive
2: library.
5: Mm-hmm. Okay, so I I can get to the library quickly.
2: Uh, it is. I mean, ten it is what wo- in ten hours. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Quickly yeah. In 10 so hours. I, I make
5: everybody walk a little bit more quickly because I'm really excited to find out. So I'm like the camp counselor. It's like <laughs> it's like pulling everybody up. And the trail. A third time for the
4: library to be open. <laughs> Close at five thirty, guys. We gotta pick it up.
2: <laughs> Rain. Which one of these scenes vexed you the
1: most?
6: Um, I, I definitely was more interested in like the violent scenes early on, um, and I'm very like. Pensively thinking about these scenes of oppression where there's like maybe one group that's uh, Portrayed as as like Harming another group that isn't necessarily like armed or like ready to go
1: mm-hmm. And that's
6: why maybe I asked because I'm like who are we dealing with here? I don't really like know the land that well and to make myself feel better Because I was like oh we should look at our items open my items I'm going to play my fiddle, but I'm not a bard so it's not going to do anything for mm-hmm. anybody It's just gonna be it's gonna be like vaguely punk rock fiddle like folksy and not necessarily everybody's gonna like it but it might make them go faster
5: <laughs> I say thank you.
2: Are, you are you saying you're like a bunny pop star like Lindsay Sterling mm. kind of thing just like fiddling um, each other like crazy
6: yeah I, I, I would say more like flogging Molly than Lindsay Sterling Ah, but, yes, okay. Yeah, I've got my little fiddle on top. Like, it's, it's kind of awful. Like, it's like, it's just like, I know how to play it, and it's still kind of awful, though.
2: But it's been pretty silent, like, in terms of, you know, everything else going on most of this journey. It's
3: kind of nice
0: to have something different. It's great. Uh, will oh. shift his cloak so that it's got kind of a giant shoulder pad on either side and look down at Rain and say, that looks real difficult to fiddle while you're walking. Would, do you want to perch and play
6: maybe better? Absolutely. You want to give me some percussion on that shield? Um, yeah, definitely. Awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna scrabble on up there. I'm definitely gonna play better, but still a little punk rock. But maybe we should like, I will take some like moss or something into my bag so that I'm not like fiddling directly in your ear so you have something like your blood. Thank you so much.
4: <laughs> and
6: then we will be the band. <laughs>
4: Algern's almost like a one-man band <laughs> because you're on top of them. Yeah,
0: yeah. From certain angles, you have no idea <laughs> yeah. where this fiddle music is coming from.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely using my, uh, uh what's it called? Thaumaturgy to sing, but again, it's like vaguely oh. punk rock and awful. Like, it's not...
1: I love
2: it. Is this, is this normal rabbit music? Is this, like, actual ma- rabbit music? You know how there's, like, snake jazz? Is this rabbit
4: punk rock? Is that a... It should be. a We're
1: gonna say yes. <laughs>
4: It's a punk cover of Run, Rabbit, Run.
2: (laughs) (laughs) There is one last wonder between here and the Veroven. Everyone approaches an overgrown orchard that has nearly become its own rainforest. In the daylight, there's something comforting about this former symmetry of each seedling in a row. As they matured, each verdant limb forages for another's embrace. That was then, but now it's overgrown. Leaves create their own nightscape. In this ever-overcast, there is a rare heaven's ray. This naturally unnatural dark, it's the same dark you once feared as a child. Curious, fearful, of what might await you when that last light Goes out.
0: Our Storied Insight is a blended audio drama and actual play podcast using DD 5th edition. Our table is a brave space where players have a chance to rewrite the very stories they tell to themselves. You can tell us your stories via our socials Our Storied Cast on Instagram, Threads, and Twitter, Our Storied Insight on YouTube and TikTok. You can also support new chapter episodes on Patreon. At Patreon.com/slash/ourstoriedinsight, and please consider rating the show, writing a review, and sharing with friends. In this chapter, our players are Rachel as Quicksilver, Aram Vartian as Vishakpar Par Zakarian, Trisha McGara as Algernon Bouquet, Milo as Rain Lagobine, and Alante barakat as this story's keeper. Additional voice talents include Holly Harris as Helena Barrows, the shopkeeper and chipmunk, and Izzy Bromberger as chipmunk number two. Our storied insight was edited by Izzy Bromberger. A special thanks goes out to the music of the many amazing and talented artists compensated by Artlist.io. Find their names in the episode's description. My personal thanks goes out to my brother Roy, who showed me that gender doesn't have to have limits. Siblings and friends, till the end.
1: Nothing!
3: Nothing is worth this! Those festering interlopers... Fate was in our corner, and somehow you botched it. All frozen. All useless. Weakling, suckling brats. A pair of you I should just... Who's there? By the pricking of my thumbs... Who dares approach, slinking in the shadows like a jackal? If you mean to try to kill an old woman, do it with some spine.
7: (laughs) Old woman, you have no meat worth tasting. How?
3: How came
7: you here? I seek a silence. Recently born, a precious and treasured memory, ripe for the plucking. This one seemed worth the effort of coalescing. Half
3: destroyed,
7: though it may be.
3: This is still my bar. Get out! Easty! (laughs)
7: Far too hasty for someone with so much time. Just who are you?
3: Answer me truthfully.
7: I cannot remember. It slips from me with the certainty of gravity. I feel as though I have been here before. Have I? I have a name, but what use is that when I have not a friend in this or any world? Riddles, then.
3: Be gone! Tempest. Edax.
7: Well, such an aged mind, I can see the cracks taking form. How? I'll see what trifles slip between them.
3: I am not senile.
7: Debatable. No. No! You!
3: You did this!
7: I can only speed along the process already in motion. When it serves my purpose. To
3: steal from me takes more than mortal power. You are an emissary? No.
7: You are an emanation, aren't you? A pleasure to make your acquaintance.
3: I remain unimpressed by your manners. What is your purpose, then, since you are too rude to introduce yourself by name? I
7: find myself seeking a new course. Something's changed. Or ended, and began again too soon. I feel myself both cheated and enraged. And I know not why. It has something to do with this.
3: A legal document? What's... What's this gibberish?
7: A will and testament. I could make use of your wisdom. You find yourself in quite sympathetic company in regards to your recent losses.
3: I would much like to rewind
7: losses why settle for simply reversing one move when you can only stand to lose the game a different way you have some wonderful pawns once the freezing wears off why not reset the board checkmate means so little when you start the game from scratch you would have me too
3: Tinker with fate. It
7: exacts
3: a heavy price.
7: Then go into debt with me. I promise I will make it worth your while. I'm listening. Start the clock.